Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of The Motivation Burrito. I am your lovely host, Melissa, and today we're going to switch things up a little bit. Um, It is Tuesday, so it's uh, the first episode of the week, and to say yesterday was a Monday is an understatement. It was a very, very busy day, and I just felt even more overwhelmed than I already am. Not to mention with the last episode where I was super honest with you guys about how I'm feeling, it did not help the issue, but it kind of inspired today's topic. So I do, I I don't have an actual name for it, but when I get to the place where I'm feeling really down and under the weather and not like myself, or I'm just feeling like I am overwhelmed to the point where I just need to do something, I look to my pick-me-ups. And one of the first things, or there's two things that I do when I'm feeling this way, and I get to the point where there's just a lot of emotions that I need to process. And as I've said in a previous episode, when I I get to the place where there's a lot of emotions and I need to process it and I don't want to process it, I tend to turn to food. That is like the primary thing that I do. It's kind of like the not so good of the habits to do. So I go for like the sweet snacks, the salty snacks, depending on how bad I'm feeling. And so snacking is not one of my better habits when it comes to emotional processing. Another thing that I do is, I guess we could just call it the Melissa makeover. And there's two ways I do this. Depending on how much money I want to spend, because stress shopping is another thing that I do, So if I want to spend money, I will usually buy hair dye. But if I don't want to spend money and I want to isolate, I play with makeup. And so today I'm switching things up a little bit and I'm going to talk about my makeup must-haves and I'm also going to talk about makeovers. One of my favorite shows growing up and this may age me quite a bit, is a makeover story. It was on TLC, and they used to give it, I think it was during the week. I'm going to look it up. But it was one of my favorite shows on TLC, and there was usually a person, or sometimes there were two people. Um, Oh, actually, it was two people. So there was two people per episode, and that's what it was. Sometimes it was either... two individual stories or one story with two people that like knew each other and both signed up for the show. And so it says that the first episode was in 2000. So 20 years, that's literally how old this show was. And they got the full treatment. They got the full like makeover from head to toe, like new wardrobe, um, new hairstyle, like actual makeup, everything. 
They had experts like style, uh, style experts, fashion experts come raid their closet, see what they were wearing, see, you know, their current style. And they, they would talk about their story. So they would sit down and chat with the person about their story, how they got to the point where they are and why they want the makeover. So it was actually, I thought it was a really good show because a lot of the times it wasn't like the people were forced to do the makeover. A lot of the people wrote in on their own. And some of the stories that you heard as to why they let themselves go, and I'm putting that in air quotes because I I don't really like that term. It just so happens that there's really no other way to describe it right now that I can think of. So while I draw a mind blank, I'm just going to say they let themselves go. You know, like you have new moms, you have people who are stressed out, you have people who are just overwhelmed with work, people who put their family first, um, people who have been stuck in the same style for 10 years and never knew how to get out of it, like all sorts of reasons. But they go through this whole makeover process and At the end of the episode, they revealed their looks. And a lot of these were kind of emotional. Like there were some where just the family were like in awe and just really emotional with the reveals. But it was, what did it for me was it wasn't just about the outward physical appearance. Like these were people who just didn't feel confident in themselves and say, and having somebody pamper them and care for them and show them what to do and show them how to like get their life back on track, someone to listen to them, encourage them, support them through this process was really, it would light these, like these people up inside and like just their transformation was more than just here's a new wardrobe, a new hairstyle and a new look. Like it was, literally an internal transformation so that was one of my favorite shows there were other daytime talk shows that would do makeover episodes and makeover segments like maury would do makeover ones um i think one of the morning talk shows like the morning daily shows would also do makeovers so makeovers were pretty much a big thing in the early 2000s you know it was kind of like everybody wanted to make over there was also the show what not to wear and there was what was the genie my one i can't remember off the top of my head the genie my show and how oh i found it how do i look was the genie my one and that was another one where she was like pretty much the fashion stylist for that show so and i love her she's still an icon to me i think she's absolutely amazing so makeovers in the early 2000s were definitely a thing and so one of the things that i tend to do for myself when i'm feeling low energy low vibration is i give myself a mini makeover. And sometimes, like I said, I'll do my makeup. And I have a lot of makeup palettes. 
like a lot of makeup palettes. So I'm going to go through what I did was I made a list because I would start posting. Like I actually got to the point where I started posting some of my looks online because even though I'm a beginner and I'm not a makeup artist, like any of these people that you see on Instagram, I'm not like an influencer in that sense in any way whatsoever. I am just an everyday person playing with makeup when she's feeling a little down and putting myself out there for the world to see that even though I have a bad day, I can still clean up like really nicely. So I had a friend who, after she saw one of my looks, asked me about all the products that I used. And I told her, even though I'm a beginner, I have learned over the past couple of years that there are what I call my must-haves. And these are, again, the makeup must-haves for a beginner. I, I'm pretty sure that a lot of this stuff, many of the makeup influencers probably would not use because, again, they have access to high-end products. But for somebody like me who uses makeup infrequently and who uses makeup as a pick-me-up, these are, in my opinion, some must-haves and some go-to essentials. So my first makeup must-have is primer. I learned from my cousin who is a makeup artist that you absolutely need primer. Primer is like the number one thing. It preps your face. It um, You can get a primer and a moisturizer. Some people prefer to get them separately. Like some people prefer to moisturize and then prime their face. But what it does is it helps with the oils and it helps keep the makeup from caking and from getting too like thick and separating in a weird way on your face. So primer is definitely something that you have like that you should have. And I tried to put this list in order of application so that way people, you know, don't sit there and try and fight for or try and figure out on their own, like what's the order to do things. So I tried to put it in order that I apply and in an order that makes sense to most people. So again, we start with a primer. My favorite primer is e.l.f. Eyes, Lips, Face, Blemish Control, or their Hydration Primer. I switch between both of them because I have combination skin, but in the winter, my skin tends to get really dry, like it gets on the drier side. But I also have stress acne and hormonal acne. So the Blemish Primer is really the one that I use more frequently, and it is fantastic. The second thing that I use is a concealer. And same thing, same brand, e.l.f., um, Eyes, Lips, Face. I use their 16-hour camo concealer. And that stuff is magic. I have dark circles under my eyes. So, and again, this is due to stress. So the camo concealer is amazing at covering those dark circles. And I also have dark spots from scarring and it helps with that too. It really helps to blend in and this shade 
is actually just right. So they do have a nice range of shades. They probably could have more, but um, for a concealer, they do a pretty solid job at having a variety of shades. Foundation is number three. Obviously, most people, when they're just starting with makeup, go straight for the foundation and or they go straight for the concealer and the foundation. And obviously, they forget the primer and the moisturizer. But the foundation is literally what sets the tone for everything else. So I like to use medium coverage. And the thing about foundation is there's so many different coverages. There's light coverage, medium coverage, full coverage. They have like the mousse. They have the powders. They have the liquids. Um, they have lightweight formulas. Like foundation just, there's so many at this point that it's hard to really pick, a you know, one that I would prefer over others. So for a foundation, I don't have a particular brand preference, but I do have a coverage preference. And again, I use medium coverage because full coverage feels really heavy for me. And for somebody who has a combination skin and my face starts to feel heavy when it's on the oily side, a full coverage would actually feel too heavy for me. So I stick with a medium coverage. Number four is a good brush set. I, my first brush set was by Morphe and I actually love their brushes. Um, I think that they're the easiest to wash. I think they have a huge range of brushes that are easy to understand for beginners. And I just like the quality of it, but Again, I'm pretty sure that there are better brushes out there. Um, MAC brushes are pretty good too. So if you're looking for good brushes, I would also recommend those, but they're a little bit more on the pricier side. So you could get a full set or an eye brush set for Morphe for a pretty good price. There are 10 items on this list, by the way, and I'm already at the halfway mark. So I'm going to take a quick break. And when I return, we're going to talk about the fun stuff which is like the really fun part of makeup. And I will continue through my list of must-haves when we return from the break. Welcome back to the Motivation Burrito. I'm your host, Melissa, and today we are switching things up a little bit and talking makeovers. And again, I decided to switch things up because I thought... I thought we needed a little bit more of a fun topic. I've been really trying to be as super motivational as possible, but sometimes I just run, a, run out of ideas. And also with the way that I've been feeling lately, I actually was playing with my makeup over the weekend and it just kind of led me to talking about ways that we can make ourselves feel good when we're feeling low energy. And one of my favorite things to do for myself is the Melissa makeover. So. With that being said, I decided to talk about some of my must-haves and my essentials for beginner makeup people or beginner makeup enthusiast, I should say. So I talked about the first four things. And again, I tried to do this in order of application. And number one is primer. Number two is concealer. 
Number three is foundation. Number four is a good brush set, whether it's eye brush or a full set of brushes. Number five, eyeshadow palettes. For beginner makeup enthusiasts like I am, ColourPop is a super affordable line of cosmetics and they have so many different options. They have their nine shade palettes, which usually range for about $12 to $15, depending on when it's launched. And then they have some bigger palettes that usually have anywhere between 12 to 15 colors, I believe. Some of them may even have more. Um, I'm trying to count across and down, but I can't think of it in my head. But yes, they do have some bigger palettes as well. And then they also do special limited edition collections, like they had a Frozen collection, they had a Mulan collection. So they do have some pretty cool limited edition stuff as well. So if you're a beginner or an enthusiast who doesn't want to, you know, spend a lot of money on a makeup palette, I definitely recommend ColourPop. Plus the quality is actually really good and the colors are vibrant and last a really long time. So I am a fan of the longevity and the color quality as well as the texture. Um, so yeah, I, I do have good things to say about them. Number six, eyeliner. I have a couple of different ones here that I really do like. The Huda Beauty Life Liner is really good, or Sex Kitten by Tarte is also a really good eyeliner. And for the blackest black, like when it comes to my eyeliner, I love a black, black eyeliner. Like the darker, the better, because I really feel that when you're using a brighter color or when you're using a brighter range of colors, that really dark black gives it just a nice contrast and a nice like it it just makes the eyes pop in my opinion so for a really really dark black man eater by tarte is my favorite so that's like my ultimate go-to for a blackest black eyeliner number seven is one of my ultimate favorites and it is an absolute absolute must have. And it is called Better Than Sex Mascara by Too Faced Cosmetics. And this mascara will change your life. And this mascara lives up to its name. I have brittle eyelashes that are also on the shorter end because I used to wear glasses up until I was 16. So from the time I was in second grade till the time I was 16 years old, I wore glasses. So it made my lashes very brittle and they didn't really go because the frames would push up on my eyes. So when I started to play with makeup, I tried so many different mascaras that would add length and volume and that was dark enough to once again make my eyes pop. And somebody told me about this mascara and I was like, there's no way this could be that great. And it changed my life. Like, I'm telling you, it made my lashes look full. It made them look 
black, it made them look just amazing. So if you have brittle lashes like me, definitely go with that one. Number eight is a highlight. Now this one, I don't do all the time when it comes to my makeup, but if I'm going to do like a full face or if I'm going to do like the full version of a Melissa makeover for the day, I definitely throw on a highlighter and some really good ones in my opinion is Juvia's Place, which fun fact, they are a minority-based cosmetics company. So Black Lives Matter movement, they are minority-based. Um, but there was a little bit of controversy surrounding them a little bit for a little bit, but they're still a pretty good company and I do like their highlights. Um, and I think their colors are amazing. Or Kylie Jenner, she's got a really, really, really good highlighter as well. I forgot what it was called. I think it was like the lightning highlight, but that one was my favorite one. It was super bright, super vibrant and very sparkly. Now, for those of you who are not fans of Kylie Jenner, I do have to say that while I am not her biggest fan, her cosmetics line is so good. Like, that is one thing that I would actually spend a little extra money on, which leads me to number nine, Kylie Cosmetics Lip Kit. If you even bought one, like I personally think you don't have to have them all. I certainly don't have them all, but you definitely just need to have one in your arsenal. Like personally, I just think definitely need to have a Kylie Cosmetics lip kit in your arsenal of makeup stuff. What I like about her lip kits is that it comes with a lip pencil, which glides on very, very smoothly. And most of them have the color to match the color lipstick that you're going to wear. But again, the application is super smooth. The color is long lasting and it's very hard to get off. I'm not saying it doesn't come off at all. It does but it is very difficult to rub off. I don't have it on here, but I'm just going to add like a little asterisk to a lip kit. If you really want to have that extra confidence boost, get one of her lip kits in a red. I know a lot of women who love a red lipstick for that extra pop for that extra boost of confidence for that extra like really stick it to them kind of look you know like a bold red lip is a power move just like for men a red tie or a blue tie is a power tie for women a little black dress red lipstick or a nice set of heels are like go-to power moves so if nothing else, get a Kyler, get a, get a Kylie Jenner lip kit in a red color to really give yourself that extra confidence boost. And then 
the last thing on my list of must-haves is a set spray. I love Urban Decay All-Nighter, their set spray, but I've also heard good things about MAC and their Fix Plus, and Gerard Cosmetics also has a really good set spray that I have yet to try, but I heard really great things about it, and it does have a lot of good reviews. So those are my makeup must-haves. Now, one of the other things that I do, the other half of the Melissa makeover, I should say, is hair color. And I probably do this one more frequently than I do my makeup, which is really, really bad because it does a lot of damage to my hair. However, I find that to be the most fun. Not damaging my hair, but changing up my color because for me... I have very thick hair and my hair could either be straight or curly. Like I have flexibility where I could have it both ways. And so for me, my hair is one of my better assets. And so if I get to play with my hair and change the color, I feel really good about myself. And it also makes me feel like a, a different person every time I do it. So the Melissa with purple hair is completely different than the Melissa with blue hair, who's completely different than Melissa with blonde hair or Melissa with black hair. So a lot of the times my hair color tends to fit my mood. The brighter the color, the, I guess, the more funky and fun I feel. But if I'm being honest, my hair color is a mask for how I want to feel versus how I actually feel. So a lot of the times I'll use my hair color to evoke a feeling of fun and playfulness and like that wild woman inside when I'm feeling caged in or suppressed or unheard. So if I use a bright color, it's because I feel like I'm not being heard enough and I feel like I'm not loud enough. So I need to make my hair loud. It makes almost zero sense when you think about it and when you say it out loud. But to me, in my head, it makes perfect sense. So that's another one of the things that I do. So if you see me changing my hair color constantly, it's probably better to ask, are you okay? Um, and if I go to a normal color, me going to a normal color is actually a telltale sign that I do feel good about myself because if I stick to a blonde or a brown or even like a dark brown, it means that the color itself is low maintenance, which means I won't be spending as much money. And it means that I do not care as much about what people see and I'm not calling attention through a wild hair color. So a normal hair color for me is actually a good thing. Um, and sometimes a normal hair color is a part of a makeover. So I actually recently went from a purple to a nice champagne blonde. And it was the first time in a long time where I was actually feeling like myself again. And I just wanted to get rid of the loudness and the high maintenance and all the stuff that I put myself through or that I put my hair through, I should say, 
Um, the amount of times that I had bleached it in the month of May alone led to some breakage throughout weird parts of my hair. And so I ended up cutting about three inches of hair on my own just because of the amount of damage that I ended up doing. So yeah, bold colors are not exactly the best thing for me. So I want to talk briefly about women makeovers versus male makeovers. So for women, it's a confidence booster thing. Like we tend to boost our confidence from the outside. And this may not be true for all women, but again, when you're going for a makeover, it's you're fixing the external, right? Makeup, hair, all of that stuff. So my makeover is literally fixing my external in order to feel good internally. But I was curious because I'm always curious about things. And I actually asked on Facebook, I asked the men about what makes them feel confident and about makeovers. And I wanted to get their opinion because in my, like, I don't think makeovers are solely for women. I think men are entitled to have a makeover too. I think men should be pampered. I I thought I was pretty sure that men have their go-tos just like we women have our go-tos that make them feel pretty awesome. Like for me, it's not just makeup and it's not just hair. On the days where I really am like super feeling myself and really in my confidence and really in my moment, I will put on a pair of heeled boots. If you see me in a pair of boots that have a heel on them, that is Melissa in her power. In fact, at work, I was known as the boot lady because I always had like a kick-ass pair of boots. So that is Melissa in her power. So I asked guys what makes them feel confident And I told my guy friends that the topic is makeovers and how most makeover stories are catered to women. So I wanted to know if they were to get a makeover, what would make them feel confident? And I was actually surprised because while the men who responded did name some material items that would make them feel confident, All of them agreed that for them, the quote unquote makeover comes from within, that it comes from shifting their perspective and shifting their mindset. And I thought that that was super interesting because that's something that's difficult for women to do because we tend to overthink and we tend to look at things from an emotional standpoint, which is why I'm doing this show. And I am all about personal development. I wouldn't be here doing this podcast if I wasn't about my self-improvement and personal development. So to see that for men, that's a huge part and a foundational part of a makeover, air quote makeover for them was just interesting. And yet I love it because I love, I love personal development. So 
if you want to talk to me about that kind of stuff, like I'm your girl. So to see that for them, it was a shift in mindset. I was just like, oh, so good. So here are some of the responses that I received in terms of my question. So one of the responses that I got was that their makeover wasn't a physical one, but it was a realization that things weren't so bad and that the only way to go is up and that this person started to become aware of being more sincere and honest, which is so awesome. Um, Another response was confidence comes from your own skin before material things, which I also 100% agree with. But in terms of material things, this person said white Air Force Ones from 2008. So they have a specific thing too, which again is super cool. Another response was that this person generally keeps their confidence level at a 10 and they try to maintain that level of confidence, but a perfect, a perfect smooth fit complements that confidence best. So like a really good outfit would complement the confidence level. Love that. And then there was a fresh new cut, new outfits, help with boosting self-esteem, morale, and again, another response was, it's all mental, but if you got on a gut outfit and you feel like a classic man, I love that, um, or have swag on 250, like you end up feeling like you could take down the baddest chick on the planet. I love that, super awesome. And that's the thing, like when I look at some of the male influencers on social media, I love the range of confidence levels. Like you have pages that are devoted to the classic man or the classy gentleman. You have pages that are devoted to the bearded guys, the Viking type. You have pages that are devoted to you know, guys with like that extra swag. And there's just such a huge range. But the one thing that every single one of those guys seem to have in common is their mentality. It's their vibration. It's their energy. It's it's what they exude from the inside out that really makes the outfits and the photos pop. If you look at one of those photos, like I suggest going on Instagram, especially, and look at the page Classy Gentleman, if you can find it, And just take a look at some of those pictures. The way that these men stare directly into the camera, and it's almost like you could just see, like, everything in their eyes. You can see that confidence. You could see that charm. You could see that magnetism. And it's all present in their face, in their body posture, in their body language, just everything. And... They embody that true confidence. But again, a nice outfit helps the picture. A nice suit and tie helps the picture. So yes, a lot of the times what they wear is a reflection of how they 
are feeling and a reflection of the energy that they're putting out. I'm at the end of my time and I think I actually went over again today, but I wanted to have a little fun with my episode. I wanted to bring something different because sometimes it's okay to acknowledge that if you're not feeling the best on the inside, put on a happy face. And by that, I mean, throw on some makeup. And if you're a guy like I, y'all, I encourage you to just help your lady friends out, like help your partners, help your SOs, help your lady friends, your sisters, your, your, your mom, your aunties, like help out the women in your life and let them know, like, let them know that they're the shit because a lot of the times the reason why they're putting so much effort into their physical appearance and their material things is because they're feeling less than on the inside. And sometimes they do want, they want to do it just for fun. And by all means that is okay too, but it doesn't hurt to let them know like, yo, you look good today you know, or I like your vibes today. That's my favorite. Somebody tells me I like your vibe. I love that. It's like, tell me more, please. But to, to my point, I love a a good makeover. And like I said, the original reason why I used to watch a makeover story is because it wasn't just about the transformation on the outside. This show would also highlight the transformation on the inside. And while it's not easy to process what's going on, while it's not easy to always feel your best or look your best, it does get better. And if what you need is a pick-me-up for the day, then go seek out one of my makeup must-haves or go seek out one of my essentials Give yourself a Melissa makeover and really go out and conquer the day because one day leads to the next day, which leads to the next day. And again, I promise you it does get better, but sometimes it's okay to go out and have a little fun and play a little dress up and take a few selfies and just, you know, kind of give yourself a little extra love on that day. So I will be back on Friday and thanks for sticking with me through this super long episode of my must-haves and my Melissa makeovers. And if you have any questions, you can reach me on Facebook. You could search for the Motivation Burrito Podcast and send me a message and I try and respond typically within an hour. Um, But any questions, comments, feedbacks, ideas, topics, things you want to hear about, things you want me to talk about. I'm open to receiving all of it. Click follow on as many media platforms as you possibly can. Find me on Instagram. Share, support, like, love, donate, whatever. However you feel called to help, I greatly appreciate it. I am trying to go through phase two of my branding, so any help there would be so, so appreciated. And thank you to all my listeners who constantly and consistently stick with me every Tuesday and Friday. 
and I will be back with another episode on Friday. Enjoy the rest of your week and thank you for listening to The Motivation Burrito.